it's We've Been Watching. We're back again, Claire. We're always back again, aren't we? We're intermittently back again, yes, yes. I mean, but I say, I think we're working all right now because I've got my laptop on the ironing board. So, Good. you know, we're really into that technology thing. So, so we're turning the clock back about 50 years in terms of podcasting. We're doing it from an ironing board. <laughs> I mean, I must admit, I found another domestic appliance which is uh, entertaining me at the moment, and that's my smart meter during this cost of living crisis. <laughs> I had a smart meter put in, and in in their infinite wisdom, the man that installed it, we, me and my neighbour discovered two years uh, afterwards that her, uh, my smart meter had been put on her meter. So I've been paying oh. my neighbour Chris's electric last two years fortunately we get on but it's just like oh anyway it's all it's all mad so we we advise everyone really don't we to sort of gather gather around your your computers and your phones and keep warm by listening to we've been watching and i know i think things are things are going backwards because i did have a couple of letters from readers saying stop reviewing programs that are on streaming channels so i'm banning streaming channels for the next three weeks streamers so, but people have been saying what? Um, don't don't uh, don't do streaming programs. That's mad. yeah. Pe well, people are saying people are saying that they can't afford to pay for streaming channels, and they want to keep. They'd like the review to be kept to uh, shows that are on good old fashioned Freeview. Interesting, because I mean, there's been a new channel added to Freeview, hasn't there? The W Channel, which is all from what I can see. Um, female-focused programming about babies and ambulances. Um, and I don't really know what that's going to add to the to the Freeview thing. But, I mean, having said that, I've, I've, I've this week cancelled my Netflix and Disney Plus for a bit because I'm a bit skinned. And I'm also fed up of skipping through films and programmes I don't want to watch. But, you know, that's really interesting at the moment because... <laughs> my neighbour, sorry. Um, <laughs> Is that the one with all the electricity? Yeah, the one who's been stealing my electric, yes. But, I mean, you know, if it is going to be a choice between heating and eating or watching uh, or watching um, Dope Sick on Netflix, then it is going to be a, it's going to be a, a, a big thing. I mean, if, I mean, how much would it cost if you have Disney Plus, Netflix and um, on Amazon Prime? Oh, That's, you're getting up over 30 Quid old Amazon Prime, you have to pay that on a yearly basis, or I think you're encouraged to, aren't you? No, mm -hmm. no, a small fortune. I mean, you think that's that's a big dent out of your electricity bill. So, welcome yes, to the cost, cost of living crisis TV, which is what we're <laughs> <laughs> exactly all the things you can get on Freeview. Well, the first thing we should talk about is Gordon Ramsay, who's been offered to us on the BBC for for our regular shilling to the BBC. Yes. Now, I mean, I'm fascinated by Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares on E4 and Channel 4 because it always in daytime, it always seems to be on. And I'm really surprised that the tape hasn't worn out yet because this programme must be about 12 years old and some of the participants must be dead. No, absolutely. And you, but it's public service broadcasting, Claire. You have to remember that. He's teaching us how to clean up a kitchen and how to sack people and shout at them and mostly swear. Yes, he's teaching us this time as well how to literally jump off a cliff. I know, in a neoprene suit, which is the worst thing I've seen on TV this year, frankly. <laughs> as, as Clive James would say, bad sight of the week, 
yes. <laughs> the thing was, they kept saying it was 80 feet above the sea. I think it looked about 80 inches to me, actually, when he plopped into the sea and then emerged from it, scaring the living daylights out of the 12 contestants in, what was it called? Future Food Stars. Terrible title. Yes. What sort of a title is that? Well, I... I think they just did it for the uh, Twitter hashtag, which is hashtag FFF. See what they did there. Uh-huh. But also, is, is it just incredibly ego-driven to have your name in the title all the time? Yeah, I suppose it is. I mean, and, and, and you know, and as well with the sort of stunt where he said, you know, I want it. And basically, it's The Apprentice with sandwiches, isn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah, basically cheese toasties by the look. That's all they could create. Yeah, and, and, and a 40-minute wait for them as well, yeah. Very melted cheese toasty. <laughs> but also you've got to see Gordon Ramsay being all hard and sporty, you know, cause if, um, you know, by dressing in a neoprene suit and turning up in a helicopter. Um, I know, so I don't want to see you doing I don't want to see you doing any of that stuff. I mean, I did sort of warm to it in a way. I don't, I don't know why. I think it's that thing about formats, isn't it? If there's a good format, you you tend to sort of go with it without realising what you're doing. You think, oh, that's not a bad idea. And then you, you keep watching and think, I'm still watching this show. Yeah, I mean, and I have to say, you know, I do like Gordon Ramsay. You know, I know he's a bit of, he is a bit of a Marmite presenter. And I mean, I don't think he was a great host of that. What was that game show he did? Something about gold bars, was it? Bank balance. Adding to my and- bank balance, it was called. Hmm. Um, which strangely enough hasn't come back for second series but I mean I, I do think you know I do like him working with people I think he's I do think he's quite encouraging and I was actually quite surprised to see a bit of post you know fa- fairly close to the watershed F words being liberally uh, dispensed over the programme last night yeah um, no, I, I was a bit I was a bit shocked yes but then I mean I think there are fewer than normal I think he was trying to really curb his natural tendency to sort of F his way through 60 minutes of television. Mm, mm. But then I, mean, I still I, think he's too, I, I still think, I mean, I appreciate what you say, but I still find him a little bit unlikable and I don't know exactly what that is. It just feels that every show you watch is about him. And I just quite like Gordon Ramsay when he talks about food. I quite yeah. like him being serious about it. Yeah, totally. If he'd sort of dropped the whole effing nonsense and teach us a bit more about food, which we don't really pick up on these programs, do we really? We, you know, he might end up with a decent show, but you love him all the same, Claire. So you're going to give this five and a half stars, I bet. Oh, I'm not going to give it five and a half stars. And also, I thought the contestants were really quite. Um, uh... I couldn't see anybody I really liked. They all just seemed a bit wishy-washy, wishy-washy young people. That's what I thought they were. But if the the best thing you can come up with is a cheese toasty, even with bacon chutney, I mean, you're you're struggling a bit, aren't you? (laughs) Yeah, in that case, we should all open up a food shack, shouldn't we? It's like us doing a podcast from a dining board, isn't it? But anyway. Complete and utter rubbish, yes. (laughs) <laughs> and Claire, you've just watched a new programme with Ramesh Ranganathan. How unusual. He's, he, this week he was investigating the death of Jimi Hendrix. 
um, uh, something that really didn't need investigating. Um, but he was doing it with a humorous bent, you know, with a with a um, criminal psychologist interviewing, uh, you know, um, people who've done autopsies in the past. And uh, he discovered that, um, you know, he probably um, just just it was an accidental death. And I thought, did we really need an hour with the admittedly very lovely Ramesh um, to tell us this? Yeah. And so you will you watch the final episode ever of Peaky Blinders on Sunday night? Oh, I might. Um, I mean, have you been in? It's a feature episode, isn't it? It's Friday. Yes, yeah. So it's the finale, a feature length episode in which I think they're going to drift back to their life in the trenches. I can't imagine Arthur and Tommy Shelby coming at you with a bayonet. I think that would have been a very short world war if those two were involved. (laughs) Sort of lining us up for the feature film, really, isn't it? I think it's meant to be, yeah. Last week's episode I thought was one of the best of the series. It had almost two garrottings in it, which, I mean, one garrotting is good go, is good value. But there was an Italian garrotting. I'm told it's an Italian-style garrotting. I won't go into any detail because we're oh, before the watershed. But um, I'll leave it to everyone's imagination. But it, it was highly entertaining. And we shouldn't be laughing at such terrible violence, but I was. I'm sick. <laughs> I mean, my other, my other, my other outstanding highlight of the week was finally catching up with Kate and Koji again on ITV. You know what? I laughed a lot. I really did have a good laugh at that. Did you? Well, I, I don't think I laughed. I was more, I was more fascinated that it was a live audience, and I was thinking, God, I don't, has anyone checked? They've still got a heartbeat. Well, and also, it's an incredibly cheap sitcom, isn't it? You know. I'd love to see people eating this sort of stale food that's actually offered by her. I mean, there were cheese toasties. Did you notice? Oh, well, yeah, there's probably 40 minute plates for them as well. But uh, I, I genuinely did laugh a lot, more than in, in, in most comedy. I mean, there was a, there was a line about a customer um, being very messy in the gentleman's toilet, and Brenda Bleffin said, oh, it's terrible. When he goes in, it's like the Nile Delta. And, and that did make me laugh. Uh, quite uh, it has picked. Lot. It has picked up a bit. I mean, it, it should do because it's got such good people on it, hasn't it? It's got Brenda Blethyn. I mean, who's done a lot of comedy apart from Vera. I mean, I find Vera funny as well. I'm finding too much of the world funny, but um, <laughs> Vera can be highly amusing going around in her Mac and that big Land Rover, which has never broken down, unbelievably. But. <laughs> But she's very good. And then I think it's written by Andy Hamilton, isn't it? Yeah, yes. And um, Guy... Guy Jenkin. Guy Jenkin, yeah. And, you know, it is an interesting subject, isn't it? Because you've got um, an African refugee in the cafe. And, you know, it it, it does seem quite an incongruous subject. Yeah, absolutely. uh, But, of course, the other thing that someone pointed out to me is that he's actually a doctor who's available. Yes. So... You know, why is he sitting in a cafe when he could be, you know, retraining for the NHS, which I'm sure he'd enjoy? You know, maybe they'll do a storyline about that this week. Talking about sitcom on ITV, isn't it? Because there aren't really aren't any anymore. 
Yeah, I think, wonder where they found this. They must have found it down the back of a cupboard somewhere in uh, ITV headquarters. <laughs> Will this do? I think I, I think I um, found a sitcom. I think I found a sitcom, dear, stuck in the back of this cupboard. Can you do anything with it? <laughs> I mean, I suppose the idea of ITV comedy now is something like, you know, um, Breaking Dad with Bradley Walsh and his son, you know, or, or, or even The Chase, you know, there isn't, uh, or, or Ant and Dead. You know, I think ITV's comedy has just morphed into light entertainment. I think it's uh, Bradley Walsh is basically their comedy, is what you're saying, which I suppose is about right. Basically, yes, isn't it? But I mean, it's interesting as well because we've got uh, the weekend that new series with um, Lee Mack and Holly Walsh um, and celebrities being really cold. And Lee Mack has got a, a quiz show on ITV coming up. So, you know. Um, Stand-up comedians are basically taking over the world. They are, but they, they all seem to be ending up in quiz shows, which is I find just a bit tedious. I don't know why. I mean, there's something I, – I watch about half of any of these new quiz game shows, and you just can't be entertained by them. I'd rather go back to watching, I don't know, Mastermind or something. Do you, can you get into new uh, quiz shows? I can't. Um, well, uh, I – this week, with a friend of mine, he said, "Oh, there's a new quiz show, uh, host, daytime quiz, hosted by, <clears throat> excuse me, Ross Kemp." And he said, "I want to watch it." And it's called uh, "The Bridge," I think. And you have to answer a series of easy questions. To get a I mean, I'm, I'm bound to say that's a bridge too far. I like Ross Kemp. I think he's a good actor and I like him presenting. Claire, you're liking so much this week. This has been a bonus week for you. Oh, I'm going to say but. But this is just, it's, it's too dull. So it's basically dull people answering stupid questions, isn't it, really? This is, this yeah, is, but... this is the quiz in a nutshell. I don't know whether you. I don't know which night it was on, but did you have you caught? I think it might be on um, Thursday night actually. But open house, the great sex experiment on Channel Four. Oh, good lord! What's this day? I'm going to roll my eyes to the back of my head now. Well, it 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 was all about whether you wanted to get involved in group sex or what I could. That that's the experiment. They started off with a threesome. Then it was basically in the next episode a bit of an orgy, from what I could see. It was the sort of thing to make um, Mary Whitehouse spin in her grave, I would reckon. <laughs> yes, and I thought that documentary about her this week was interesting as well. But, yes, so um, busy week yeah, for her, I would have thought. Um, E4 show called One Night Stand, where people who've had one night stands see if they can get it back together again. So, I mean... Um, Is that got a sex therapist? I hope We always need a sex therapist on board because they know exactly what to do, don't they? Yes, exactly. They always know what to do. And of course, there's Married at First Sight Australia, which apparently everybody loves. Well, I don't, I don't mind that, but it had, I started to watch the latest series and it felt a bit sort of lockdown in a way. And I think they were already getting a bit too knowing about the format of the series. So it, it didn't work for me this time around. Maybe they need to have people that have never watched the television before. <laughs> oh, yes, going into uh, yeah, sort of uh, the unknown. So. Here's the thing. Yeah. Get Simon Reeve, the explorer, go 
having to look for contestants for game shows you haven't seen the formats before I love, in the I world's love, most remote read. I love that. And then, and then the show will be yeah. stupid people answering dead, dull questions or dull people answering stupid questions. <laughs> the whole thing, maybe because TV is going to become so cheap in this cost of living crisis, we're going to be ending up with podcasts like this where you can only hear half of them and then shows presented by inappropriate presenters. <laughs> well, it was interesting, actually. Anita Singh in The Telegraph, I think it was last week, she was writing about a new comedian panel show on Dave, where I think they had to, um, I don't know, talk about if they if they were on a ship going down, what music they played, what they were doing, stuff like that. And I think the headline of the piece was "Why TV Comedy Is Being Ruined by Lousy Podcasts," and I think she had a very good point. Oh gosh, I hope we're not influencing TV in any way. That would be awful. Not <laughs> if anyone was listening to this, wouldn't it? <laughs> they are around the world in their in their dozens, apparently, according to my analytics. But it's been <laughs> wonderful to catch up on TV, smart meters, ironing boards, and your electricity setup, actually, Claire. Yeah, it's fabulous. Just a little insight into into my home life. So um, I hope you've all enjoyed that. Until next week, I'll catch you then, Claire. Yeah, see you then, David. Bye. Bye. Oh, urgent postscript. Don't forget to subscribe. We're in danger of doing another one if we can keep up this outstanding technical quality.